0: Welcome to The Vine, a Plant Media Project podcast with your hosts, Elizabeth Sheldon and Gina Vensel. The Vine is an insightful look into the world of plant medicine, exploring the changing landscape around cannabis and psychedelics, and ending the stigma through educational discussions. Today, we welcome Douglas Finkelstein, founder and community executive officer for Empathic Health a community for those who use psychedelics with intention to come together to learn and grow. Douglas and his team are building a trustworthy and welcoming community to connect and share psychedelic experiences and to help others with their journeys. I met Douglas while he was completing his MBA at the UCLA Anderson School of Management, and I knew upon our first meeting that his heart is so authentically centered around building community. Empathic.Health is officially set to open on June 15th, so we're so excited to welcome him to The Vine, to dive in about his exciting launch. Welcome, Douglas.
1: Thanks for having me, Gina and Elizabeth. This is actually my first ever podcast, so I couldn't imagine doing it anywhere else besides the vine.
2: Oh, so exciting. So so exciting. So definitely a big welcome. Just wondering if you can share uh, your passion and how you first began your journey with plant medicine, and then what made you decide to start a business in the psychedelic space?
1: Definitely. So when I was 13 years old, I started taking Propecia. It's this chronic hair loss medication. Uh, My grandfather was bald. My father was bald. Everyone was bald. I thought, free hair, sign me up. I just got to take this pill and I'm good. Didn't really work that way. It led to some troubling mental health side effects. And I was on that medication until I was 23. And I was an equity trader in New York at the time. And I started to do some online digging into uh, other side effects that people were having with this medication. And I realized that, you know, this was very likely causing the the mental health issues I was having. So I quit it. I got into meditation a few months later, and that really changed my life around. I became a much more uh, energetic, happy, outgoing person, willing to try all sorts of new things. So when I was 25, naturally, psychedelics piqued my interest, specifically mushrooms. And I had the opinion at the time that I think most people do, which is a lot of what the government and media tells you, that, you know, these drugs will make you jump out of a window and they're only for people at festivals and concerts and drug abusers, uh, which I think we all know is just bullshit. <laughs> so right. I, I was able to do enough research in the areas I could find to feel comfortable if I planned for set and setting and had a, a sitter with me that I would skew the odds heavily in my favor of having a positive experience. So I felt comfortable enough to do just that. I had my first journey and it was fantastic. I could tell that these were going to be something important in my life going forward. So I no longer wanted to be an equity trader after that experience, go figure. I decided to go to graduate school to recalibrate and try and figure out what I wanted to do with my career. So I came out to Los Angeles to visit UCLA and just immediately fell in love with everything in Southern California and L.A. and the ability to be outside year round mostly. So... I, I came out here. I'm graduating in a few weeks from UCLA, a uh, couple days before actually we launched the community. And, you know, every three to four months since that first journey, I will go out into nature wherever I am and have a similar experience with a handful of, of close friends. And what I realized I love doing over the past few years is uh sharing that experience with people that have either never experienced it or maybe did once in college but didn't get a true intentional journey. And, you know, seeing not just how the trip goes for them the day of, but what they bring back into their life and how they integrate their experience and how it, you know, changes their day to day to make them, you know, want to strive to, to be better to those around them and and to themselves. So in August of 2020, I had this, you know, little epiphany that this is what I love doing. I love introducing this medicine to people. Why don't I try to do it for more than a group of five, every three to four months and try to do it for as many people as I can. So that people that are in the spot that I was when I was 25, just trying to look online for whatever they can find that maybe don't have someone like me that they can turn to in real life can have this community to answer their questions, to point them to the right resources, to give them all the information and, and knowledge that they need to make an educated decision for themselves if psychedelic medicine can play a role in their life in some way. So that's where the idea for empathic health came, which I'm excited to launch in a few weeks and and see if we can help a ton of people.
0: Oh my gosh, that's such a great story. But, you know, in in a way, you know, it's kind of sad too because you're a young person, you're being given this pharmaceutical medication, you're being told that it could potentially help you down the road. And actually, you learn later that you had to, it sounds like you had to really question your, you know, your, your own wellness, like, and have to really dive in and figure out like, what is it? I mean, you know, it could have, I mean, how did you make the connection that it was this, this pharmaceutical medication that may be, you know, causing some of these other side effects? Like, was there a pivotal moment that, that it occurred to you?
1: That's a good question. I I think I always kind of knew that, that this was a major factor. And even if only, A portion of it was the physical chemical changes happening from it. It was creating a a bit of a false reality within me that, you know, maybe I had more hair than if I wasn't taking it. I couldn't even know because I was taking it. So there's no way to know that, you know, alternate reality. But I felt like a bit of a a phony, you know, people would know that, that me and my body and who I am isn't actually me. It's being propped up by this, you know, pill I have to take every morning to look a certain way and be different. So I wasn't even sure of who I was. And that, you know, is not a good way to, to go about life. Uh, just in your in your own psyche. So I think I always kind of knew and then I, once I did the research and saw a vast majority, I don't want to say majority, but a, a lot of people that were also on this feeling the same way, to the point that there's now a non for profit called the postmanasteride syndrome, that, oh my god! Yeah, that is raising awareness about this drug that continues to be given to people with little, you know, uh, awareness made about these side effects that are clearly very prevalent to the point that they made this foundation. So, uh, I think wow. I always knew, and it was just it finally clicked once I saw other people's stories. So, with Empathic Health, if we can share other people's stories about the the pros of psychedelic medicine, I think that'd be a great way to uh, take people by the hand and kind of walk them into the, the shallow end of the pool as opposed to getting pushed into the deep end of what can be a, you know, potentially scary sounding place, the, the
2: world of psychedelics. Did you have to be weaned
1: off of it? No I just literally took my prescription bottle and threw it in the trash and said well now I can't take it because I physically don't have it anymore and I, I made a, a pact with myself that I want to go renew the prescription and fortunately was able to stick to that
2: good for you
0: that Thank is, you. That is Thank really you. good for you but you know when we talk um, to a lot of different um, you know pharmacists and different folks and we talk about you know, weaning off of SSRIs or coming off of different medications. You know, it's it it you have to be cautious sometimes when you have that, you know, long-term use of any kind of pharmaceutical to do that. I'm glad that it worked out for you and that you were able to, you know, utilize because it sounds like a lot of what you were saying was, you know, this has to do with, you know, your physical appearance and being unsure, you know, if this pill is creating a reality for yourself. It's not, but psychedelics really makes us get into like this deeper part that shows us that, you know, the beauty is inside us. It really is, and it's all connected to us with within nature, especially psilocybin, I feel like has that connectedness to it. So I just, I love how you're creating this community though. And I think about, you know, how one may not feel comfortable with sharing with people that they know, but may feel even more comfortable sharing with psychonauts from across the country or world where they can share experiences and maybe not be um, as is transparent as to who they are. So how's this network going to work and how will people feel comfortable to kind of open up and share these types of experiences with, with others?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. And I do want to point out that that was a really good point. Um, I definitely would not recommend, especially people on SSRIs, just throwing out your medication. I don't think that's (laughs) the, the best way to do it. Um, so definitely listen to, to medical advice if, if that's something that is, is happening for you. Um, Great question, though. So our community is going to be referral only, and there's a few ways that 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 works. So our goal isn't to exclude anyone, it's just to make it just hard enough that if you don't get what we're trying to do and you don't understand the importance of this community being an incredibly safe one, it's just not your time to join, which is totally okay. You know, you eventually, hopefully, you will get to that point and we'll welcome you with open arms. But, you know, the reason for this is based off of real life. In reality, you build your group of friends and decide who you spend your time with one at a time. So why should a virtual community be any different, right? So the first way to join the community is through a word of mouth referral. A current community member can send you an invite. You agree to our community guidelines and boom, you're in. The guidelines aren't just a box to check, though. If you violate those, you'll have to go through detention with Doug, and you definitely don't want that. (laughs) Uh, But we'll figure out out where the miscommunication is, and you'll be able to become an active participant again. Uh, We definitely don't want to kick anybody out. I believe in second and third and fourth chances, but we also need to balance that with making sure that everyone in the community feels comfortable being there and being a part of it. So if you don't know anyone in the community, there's a second way to join. You visit our website, empathic.health. We have an interest form there that you can fill out and me, someone from the team or another community member will reach out to you and do a quick little vetting, just to make sure that you understand our mission, our values, that you're someone that, you know, can be a positive contributor to the community. And then you will, you can get in that way as well. And then lastly, you can come to our first and only public event, Psychedelic Trivia for Charity. We'll be giving over thousand dollars in donations away to Teams Charities. It's coming up in a few weeks, but I can talk a little bit more about that later on.
2: Excellent. So I read on the heels of of what you're talking about that all of your team members have to sign North Star Ethics Pledge and just wondered if you could tell our listeners about that pledge and what it means and why it's important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, the North Star Ethics Pledge was created by over 100 stakeholders in the psychedelic space who care about our future and the role psychedelics play in it. And I think it sets a great moral compass for those working in the psychedelic space. And without really realizing it, we've created the empathic health community and our values in the image of this pledge, which is something I'm really happy about. So, the pledge's core principles are to start within, study the traditions, build trust, consider the gravity, focus on process create equality and justice, and to pay it forward. And I'm happy to break those down a little bit more. So to start within, that means you know grounding your work in your own journey of discovery. For studying the traditions, it's honoring how these powerful substances have been used throughout human history. Build trust. This is personally the moral value I hold in the highest regard. Humans can do great things when we rely on each other. But the second that's broken, we can do some terrible things to each other, too. So I think that's absolutely vital. Considering the gravity, being sure we have great reverence for our plant medicine teachers. Focusing on process, which always makes me think of Ryan Holiday's book, The Obstacle is the Way. Not sure if you guys have read that before, but highly recommend it. And it's a very good read for anyone looking to get into stoicism. Uh, Creating equality and justice, working towards a world where people are treated by the merits of their character, not the body they were born into. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, paying it forward, which is a major point of contention when it comes to the nexus of psychedelics and capitalism. But unless we have four hours for this podcast, I
0: don't think <laughs> we'll be able to
1: dive too deep. into that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that you have everyone sign this and be a part of this. And it's so amazing to hear that there have been so many, you know, People that across this industry have agreed that these are the principles that we should be standing by as we grow as an industry. I just love seeing that so much. I'm not sure if there's anything like that for cannabis. Is there, Elizabeth? I don't think so. But you Nothing know what, that I can think my off address. my head. but hopefully someone <laughs> will tell us after they hear that because I love to see things like this pop up in the for industry. Sure. I think it's it's so, so incredibly important. And you know it's it's not just all about you know business. We're having some fun in your group too, right? So you said you're gonna have some events. you mentioned that you're doing your very first public event and then you're gonna be hosting events for members only as well, right? Could you tell us a little bit more about some of those?
1: Yes, so after trivia all of our events will be members only. And that might sound, you know, a bit exclusive, but it's like I mentioned, it's not very challenging to get in. We just want to make sure that we put up that very little bit of a gate to make sure that the the people that are in there aren't trying to, you know, buy or sell drugs or promote their own products at the expense of the goodwill of the community or or anything like that. So Members for, sorry, events for members of the community. Um, We have a a whole slate of offerings, really. So uh, you can decide which ones you want to be a part of. In our actual channels, in in our Slack group, there's daily inspirational quotes. There's a place to share your most recent journey, a way to post other events that community members might be interested in, and other engaging stuff like that. We'll also have private affinity groups for mothers or people of color or veterans or any other groups. And they're created by community members for community members for more intimate discussions with people of your peer group. Uh, As for open events, like I mentioned, the Psychedelic Trivia is on June 17th. It's suited for all skill levels and you don't need to be a psychonaut. And if you want to Mm -hmm. sign up for that, you can find Empathic Health on LinkedIn. And yeah, I'd love to see all of your listeners there. The the viners is that the official name. I, I
2: like that. I like that. I just wanted to mention that Gina and I recently were in a a communal setting um, in ceremony with a group, and 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 I'd never really been in ceremony around a, a a plant medicine like this before, and it was it was truly wonderful to be with these people who were all of the same mindset and who, you know, we did it with intention and we closed with intention. It was just really beautiful. So I commend you. I'm I'm excited. I want to do something with one of your groups. Yeah, I think
1: (laughs) touching on both of those points, uh, I think group therapy is something, even, you know, outside the psychedelic space, just in the general medical field is really popping up that a lot of people are seeing the the difference in in going through treatment with others and having that peer support and accountability is doing wonders. That you know, even just a a physical medicine, uh, when supplemented with it, can can really have a much greater effect on on efficacy. And uh, Elizabeth, I'd love to see you at our Monday morning uh, meditation check in and intention setting. Mm-hmm where we will do a, a meditation for, for the week to kind of set the tone, set some intentions, and then check in for a little peer accountability on how the last week went. And we'll be doing one of those for the East Coast and West Coast every Monday.
2: And are you doing that through um, Clubhouse? Are you doing that through Slack?
1: So that will be through Zoom. We're hoping to dual, ah. dual audio through Clubhouse. And that'll be, uh, of course, four members only. But again, I, I am confident that you'll uh, you'll have that referral for for the community.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it is interesting. Uh, how does one search for reputable resources in the psychedelic space, other than, you know, tune in here or there and you know, we've come across so many international retreats and, um, you know, you're trying to compare one to the other and do your research. So um, how does Empathic Health help with some of that?
1: Yes. Yes. Love that question. That's one that comes up a lot. So our website has a resource list that we continually update. And we're tapping into the vast network of our community to source, you know, experiences and research and and resources from our our growing network. Uh, But really, you know, that page lists a few sites that offer retreat comparisons on their own. But I, I don't think there's anything better than, you know, hearing directly from people that have done these retreats. So my recommendation for someone looking to compare retreats would be to just ask. You know, that's what the community is for it's probable that a community member has either been to the retreat that you're considering or can recommend a friend for you to talk to that has been there themselves. And then you can decide with all the collective information you gather, what's right for you. And in the end, every decision is your own and we just want to provide you the best grounding to make an educated decision. So.
2: And so is empathic help just around um, psilocybin or? No, it's, it's really, I view ourselves
1: as more of a community for people on their uh, journey of self growth and self wholeness. Okay. We are just a, a collection of people that understand the important role that psychedelics have to play in that journey. So really anything that that is helping you grow as a person and and be kinder to others and, and help your fellow community members is, is fair game for our community. But I, I think we all agree that um, you know, plant medicine has a very important part in that journey for all of us, and we want to make sure that people who aren't maybe giving it its fair share of attention have the resources they need to at least consider it as as an option.
0: I like that. I like that too. I also just think about you know we're in such a. a- pivotal time where psychedelics is being, you know, reviewed by state legislators as we speak I believe to whether or not they can be you know, decriminalized, and you know this is going to become it's a bigger and bigger conversation, uh, city to city, state to state. Um, so I, I do feel that this is going to grow, and people need to find a safe place where they can talk about this. Um, and so I'm wondering, with things being kind of in limbo and legalities in a lot of this, I mean, Empathic Health seems to be creating um and correct me if I'm wrong if I'm understanding this correctly, like a a, a safe bubble for people to share experiences in an authentic way without being in fear that what they're sharing could put their job or their business or you know their their life in jeopardy in some way if they're living in a place where they're talking about these these plant medicines where they may not be legal where they live.
1: Yes. So I definitely don't want to pretend we can guarantee that you know there isn't any slight risk of that. This is still technically schedule 1 drugs that we are talking about. We are taking every precaution to make sure nothing we do is illegal. We don't deal with any of the of the substances in any way. We don't promote any use of them. We are strictly a place for people to talk about their experiences, to learn from each other, to grow together and to meet new friends that that can help them on their their spiritual journey. So
0: like there's education, you have webinars yes, exactly. and things we, like this is like, you're bringing experts in too, you mm-hmm. know, to talk, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. We will have a, a smattering of one-on-one courses where we'll keep them digestible, quick 45 minute to an hour sessions, where we'll talk about everything from what is microdosing to how to go about choosing the right facilitator or trip sitter, common things to uh, look for as red flags or, or pros for what might constitute a, a good facilitator. We'll have things that aren't psychedelic, like uh, what is a sound bath and what is breath work and how can you incorporate these things into your life? We're going to have uh, creative outlets. So creative calling is one of our monthly events where we'll have DIY classes. One of my personal favorites I really want to set up is a sip and paint where everyone dresses up as Bob Ross and we can <laughs> and we can all uh, just have uh, a nice glass of wine and, and try our hand at painting, which I think will be a lot of fun for, for our community members. So yes, and just going back to, to that legality component, we will have the option to post questions anonymously within the community. So if there's something that you don't feel comfortable putting your name to, We'll have a very simple way that you can ask it as an anonymous post, and still get the hopefully the answers and and direction you're looking for without needing to put your name to it. So I'm happy that we can provide that.
2: I have to tell you too, there's so many people because you know Gina and I uh, doing the podcast and just being out in the world that are now coming to me and saying, okay, I need to find a shaman to do this, or I need to find you know, someone who can help me do that. And um, it's, the resources will be so important. This is so cool too, that it's a community that, um, you know, I can now recommend somebody, right? Whatever that vetting process and say, hey, join this community, talk to these people and they will help you figure out the best place to go.
1: Yes, exactly. I think that the the psychedelic community is very interwoven and dense and and tight knit and uh there's a lot of trust there and it's very important that that we don't violate that trust which is why we are going to these lengths to make sure that that we're only allowing people into the community that understand the the importance of uh holding to those values but utilizing the the shared network of the community is an invaluable way to, right. to find the, the resources you need, whether it's uh, educational advice or, you know, a, a look at the most recent scientific studies, or a list of the clinical trials that are going on in your area that you might be able to sign up for, or international retreats or integration circles or integration practices. Whatever it is, you will have it at your hands and you can decide, this is something I like, this is something I don't like, I want to test that out, I'm done testing that. And you can kind of tailor your practice to whatever suits your individual needs with the help of the community to to figure out what that might be for you.
0: I think this is great. I mean, it's it's so important because we see that, you know, we're constantly sharing information about the changing landscape of psychedelics and cannabis on all of our social platforms and on everything. And it's funny when we will see that we'll only get a couple likes on the actual post, but then Elizabeth and I will get multiple direct messages about that exact post because people aren't. So, sure, especially on you mentioned LinkedIn earlier, you know, if you like something on LinkedIn, it shows up on your personal page. So, if you work somewhere where you don't want people to know that you're interested in psychedelics or that you're doing these things, you know, you do have to be careful with what you like, what you post on social media. And so, this gives, I, I just having a separate platform where the resources are available and where people can be really authentic and, and honest with one another, I think that's what's really, in my mind, been missing. Um, and so, I'm really excited for for your launch and seeing all this come together. Cause I do feel that it's, but it's driven by the members. So we need to grow this network and get as many people to join because the power is really going to be the strength in us learning from one another and growing together.
2: So then can you tell us, um, you said you'd save some sort of till the end of the conversation. Um, remind me I'm old, old brain. <laughs> How we can join Empathetic Health. If, you know, just a, a listener can just go on your site and then you will route them to someone or you will have a conversation with them. You'll set up sort of that vetting initial call.
1: Yeah, exactly. So the, the three ways to join are, one, a, an invite from a current community member. So if someone's right. listening to this podcast, I would highly recommend reaching out to me, Gina, or Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure we would all be happy to, to refer them. The the second way is going to empathic.health and filling out our interest form, which will have a a few brief questions on why you want to join and how you will uphold the the values of the community. And then a a member of the team or community will reach out to you for a, a brief intro. And then, uh, You can get invited that way. And then lastly is our psychedelic trivia on June 17th, which is open signups for the public. And by attending that, you can get an invite to the community as well. And that will be our only public event before we uh, turn our attention inward and devote all of our attention to members of the community.
0: Is there a fee to join? Because I'm I'm sure people are going to ask that. So how does the membership look (laughs) like in terms of fee?
1: There, there is no fee to join. Uh, everyone who is aligned with our values is encouraged to join, whether that be by invite or through an application on the website or by coming to Trivia. Uh, we're really prioritizing building something that improves people's lives. And I'm confident if we can do that, we'll figure out how to keep it sustained, whether that's you know a suggested donation down the road or affiliate fees with some of our partners, or sponsorship of some of our events. I'm not sure, but I it, it may be optimistic, but I I strongly believe if we can make something that produces value in people's lives and is something that, you know, is aligned with their values and they want to be a part of and have continue to grow that collectively we will find some way to keep it going and thriving and growing and make it the best possible version of itself. And if not, so there's really then, no reason not, not
2: to join. <laughs> right. If you're part of our mindset exactly. of our exactly. If you I mean you're hearing <laughs> this
0: right now. And but if you're a business or an organization and you want to help, you know, empathic health get up off the ground, you know, a sponsorship dollar now and again is only is welcome, I'm sure. But you're opening this up to the community for free. Okay. That is amazing, Douglas. I was not expecting that. Thank you for doing that. I know how hard you've been working on this. Um, I know that you're, you know, you're coming up on your graduation. This is going to be your gig. This is what you've been working so hard on. And so we're just would love to have you back on the show, you know, down the road once things are up and going, so we can dive back into this conversation, hear how things have been going with you, learn more about how others can, you know, just bring some value to the group. You know, I love that you're going to be having all these webinars and educational forums and events that'll be both you know fun and educational i mean this is this is where it's at but rooted all in the fact that we want to be there compassionately for one another and try to be the best version of ourselves that we can. And here at the vine, we're always trying to discuss different ways that we can really f- figure out how to make ourselves be the best version of ourselves. no matter if we have to turn to alternative medicines, plant medicines, or just like you said, you know, breath work and and different things, meditation, you know, just finding the path that that's right for you. and I think having a community around you that's like-minded that can really be there to support you is is just like, the best idea for this growing, emerging industry. So thank you for all the hard work that you're doing and you have our support. And listeners, you're here in this first. You can join the community right as it's getting started. June is here. Let's kick off the summer by getting this community up off the ground, supporting Empathic Health and being a part of this community together. So thank you again so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure, Douglas. Such a pleasure.
1: I've enjoyed it so much. Thank you both, and thank you so much for Plan Media Project and the Vine. This podcast is absolutely incredible. I love listening, and it's getting the word out about awesome things that uh, people would be foolish not to take advantage of. Right?
0: <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Well, thank you. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in to another episode of The Vine, a Plant Media Project podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to never miss an episode. For cannabis and psychedelic news, visit us online at plantmediaproject.com.